You're listening to The Love Yeg Show. If our city could talk, these are the stories it would tell about the people, places, and passion in Edmonton. We interview difference makers in our community. Please welcome your hosts, Sherry Beauchamp and Jesse McCracken. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is part two of our time spent with Gloria Meldrum. This was a very, very, very inspiring and incredible conversation that I think is super important for, for you to hear. So let's get right back into it. Let's get to the real shit, not the fake shit. People mm-hmm. that are, it's funny, I'm like, you're either awakened in the arena or you're the walking dead. You're like, what? The walking dead is, I'm addicted to everything. I'm like a robot. I just move. I'm not really living. Got it? The people that are alive and in pain and feel it, trying to get better, even if they're not moving in the right direction, they're trying. The walking dead, the fucking switch is off. Mm-hmm. The switch is no judgment. And, and maybe someone's going to watch this tonight and go, fuck, I'm the walking dead. I'm not living my life. I got, I got to, I got to get in the arena, the arena, the swamp. It's worth it. It's worth slugging through the fucking shit and the bodies and the failures and the shame to get to the magic leprechaun pot of gold on the other side. And I finally fucking got it. You know how many times I've been trapped in that swamp? That thing is shitty and nasty. It's a shit swamp. But I go back in, <laughs> go back in to fucking get through to the other side. You know that? I'm a fighter. And you want a different life? Fight for it. You make different decisions. Got it? You, if you're hanging around with a bunch of fake people that are, only care about what they wear and what they drive, get the fuck out and get a new tribe. You think my friends group is the same as it was when I got cancer? <laughs> my friends would take a bullet for me. My staff would take a bullet for me. But you want to know what? I would too. I don't have fake, let's go shopping and buy all this shit. And I don't have those friends anymore. Oh, I had lots of them. Right? Oh, because my other addiction was shopping. Right? But when you've got money, nobody really knows it's an addiction because it doesn't affect anything. But I knew. Mm -hmm. Every time my anxiety got bad, man. Want to know what I'm doing? Do you know that I have purged 20 bags of stuff? Mm, that feels I good. have a bag upstairs, another load of all designer stuff going to the consignment store. Do you know that? Oh, no, I'm purging in every way. Yeah. I ate two meals, three meals today. Do you know how that happens? You look at pictures of me. I used to be a chubby little thing. Got it? I ain't chubby. I can't. I went to your, I didn't put on a pound. Got it? I am an extra small. I'm not bragging. I am smaller than high school. I don't eat. My anxiety is so bad. I want to vomit. Got it? This is not good. There is no more weight to lose. Got it? Mm-hmm. There's no more. They'll fucking hospitalize me. Right? I'm 5'4". I weigh the same as my 18-year-old. Like, And you can be like, wow, that's lucky. No, I have no energy. Well, I will now. I do now, right? As of 15 hours, 16 hours ago now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 16 hours ago now, right? Like, 
you gotta go through the swamp. And you know what? It took me 50 years. The swamp, you're not going to figure it out in six months. It's a bitch. I ain't going to lie. It is nasty ass shitty poop. And you're going to get through and you're going to go, fuck, I got to go back. I got to go to the side. I got to take a break. But every day you got to get a little bit further, even if it's 1%. Mm -hmm. Swamp's not fun. It's full of all the shit we don't want to deal with. But the only way to transformation is through the swamp. And I didn't read that in a book. Oh, I live that. Me in the swamp, we like besties. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I spent more time in the swamp than anywhere else, right? The arena, right? It's worth, and I'm not saying it's worth it in a year. It's worth it in a week. Maybe it's worth it in 20. But don't you want to start now? Don't you want to start now to get to the other side, right? So you said something early on and um, just about like how, We've like taught ourselves that we have to work the hardest, work the most, work the this. So if there is like any piece of advice that you can give to like somebody starting out, because I think as an entrepreneur, you are working a lot, you know, you are putting in all the hours and a lot of it is unpaid, unnoticed, un, you know, so what is that like piece of advice as far as like making sure that somebody doesn't get to the point where they're empty? They're stuck on the treadmill. Yeah. Be you don't be anybody else. We've learned, and I love men. I've had a lot of great mentors. Actually, I've had more mentor men than I have women, but I am going to say this. They are the treadmill teachers. They have been the leaders, the politicians, the CEOs, go, 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 lose their wife. Their kids don't want to speak to them. La, 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 la. They get addicted to drugs, like whatever it is. Got it? Go, go, go. Climb the ladder, climb the ladder, climb the ladder. Nah, we're women. We're not men. We are women. We are empathetic. We are compassionate. We're not very good at boundaries in my experience, but either are they. Like we as women need to rise as a collective and be women, not be another version of a man. Do you know how many years I was a version of a man as an entrepreneur? What was I thinking? Oh my God, it's hideous. And I'm not saying they're all like that. They're not. But A lot of the senior ones, you know, you're like, I got to do this and I got to do this to get this and to get that and da 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 da. No, you don't. Just be you. Follow your purpose, follow your heart. Shut the mind off. Listen to your heart. What does it say to you? Does it say, I've been doing this job for 10 years and I'm making $40,000 and there's no way for me to go up and I hate it every day? Get out. Get out. If it's not working in your business, maybe technology has changed it and AI and this and that and the markets. Don't hang on to something that isn't working. Got it. It's one thing to work it. It's another thing to make that round peg fit in this fucking square hole every day. If that's you and you're every day, you're on the wrong track. Yeah. All you can do is be you, be you, be you, be you, be you. If you think it's about money and I got to be a realtor to make a lot of money. No, 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 no. What's in your heart? What are the talents that God gave you? Got it? How do you serve? Not how much money and what's in it for me. How do I serve? What do you want me to do? What is my purpose? Shut the mouth, open the ears, open the heart and let, and let whatever. And you know what? You could believe in, I don't even care. Believe in whatever you want. 
but know that there is a higher power. I have seen it. I have felt it. I have experienced it. And you know what? Go on the channel of faith, spirituality, and shut the chaos off. Mm -hmm. And I am telling you, you will be guided to transformation. And guess what? When else I say, looking in the mirror, it's you. You're on the noisy channel. But maybe you just didn't know there there was a faith channel. Right? Maybe you didn't know there was another way. Right? You know, and if you're not sure, ask a friend that always tells the truth. I always say to my girlfriends, don't ask me if you want me to tell you what your ass looks like in that jeans, because I'll tell you the truth, right? Now they're not, I don't fit well. Let's go with these ones. You know, find that girlfriend that's going to love you, but tell you the truth. Oh my gosh, you're so amazing. Oh, you just keep doing it. If those are your friends, run. You need a friend that says, you are not happy. Something is going on with you. I am here. I will, I will hold space, but I am intervening because you are off the fucking train tracks. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Right. Jess. Yes. I can see how profound this is for you. Well, you know, I just went through like a very big transformation of my own, like I said, where I was, and it was, um, like I said, I got there before I took care of myself, you know, and it was, but I, I also had to, because I was like, I'm not finding joy in the things I typically find joy in. And I think that's like the first awareness that we all need to have, you know, am I feeling differently, you know, and am I taking on too much? And, and I was, and I just had to like, literally, I had to say like, I just need a break. I can't take on your shit anymore. And I just know that had I not done that, I would be in a diff- very different place right now, you know? And it was, um, so I think that it's, I feel so lucky and that I recognize that I needed that break. And I think that so many of us don't. And at times I don't either, but I also, um, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just recognizing when you have to say like no to somebody. And again, I feel, you know, that just naturally as women, we do take on a lot of other people's things. And when we are like, I don't know, maybe like a big sister or like, you know, when you, you just, when you're, when you feel responsible for a lot of people, Um, so for me, like I said, it's something that's everything you're saying, it just makes so much sense because I know what that feels like. And I, again, I went to a a space and, you know, I, you know, to be totally honest, I did like a, it was like a week of basically the very intense therapy and it was amazing. And I'm so grateful. I did. And I was, no, I went to a place in Costa Rica called Rhythmia. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I think, but I've like heard about that. And I think that, you know, we have to take time for ourselves and we, because once I get into that negative mindset, my, my energy's off and then you fall out of flow and then nothing goes right. It's so important. Like what you're talking about with love and God, it's being in flow, listening to your gut and really listening to yourself and not ignoring what your body's telling you. You know what I call it? Harmony. Yeah. Is that's my word. And the other thing I want to acknowledge you I'm so proud of you for stepping off that fucking treadmill and taking control. There's a few more things you're working through. I can see it. Yeah. You're going to do it, but I'm really proud of you. I just, I want to acknowledge you getting off the treadmill and being a good example to other women. 
Well, and likewise, and like I said, I'm very excited for you because I know that you have to, in order to really to get to the other to the light, you have to see the darkness and you have to accept it and accept yourself and then you have to let it go. But until you actually see it, recognize it and, you know, forgive whatever that looks like, it's impossible to let it go. And it's always going to be something that's going to hold you back. And, you know, I feel like I just scratched the surface to like definitely some self-discovery. And I think like I want that for everybody because I think that as a collective, our vibration in this whole universe right now is very, very low. So the more people that can spend time working on themselves and, you know, really, again, coming out to the world with love and light is just, you know, better. And you just said how we change the world. We all get better. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if the vibration is is registering on a scale. I think it's that low. Mm-hmm. I think it's after really COVID, bad. we're beaten, we're abused. Yeah. Like all of these things, we're in such a negative space. Like look at politics right now, US, Canada, anywhere. Look at Ukraine, all of the shit going on. The yeah. world's in, in crisis. Yeah. And unless we look inside and get better and heal, how we heal the world by healing ourselves one yeah. person at a time. And I don't know what was going on these last couple of weeks, but I think like these last couple of weeks as a whole have been very, very, very. There's like a full ass moon. There's something going on. (laughs) New moon. Yeah. Everybody, you know. And, but I think that's really important is because I, and then even just me saying that everybody is like this, I'm trying not, because then that's me just saying, I'm adding to it. Everybody is low. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm living like pure and with light. So I think we need to, I need to change my vocabulary as well, as opposed to making it like, oh, everybody is going through this. Everybody's going through that. It's like, you know, and be more intentional about like the people that are bringing lightness right now. That's really brilliant. It really is so profound. And this is the other thing. We think that the world's more bad than it actually is. Yeah. Do you know there's way more people that are full of love and that want to do good, but we're just not vibrating loud enough. Got it? Soon as we start to, then other people will join. And like, I love, I love entrepreneurs. And I, you know, I just want to like, kind of go back to that, that male thing is, they got taught that as well mm-hmm. from a little boy. Don't show emotion. We've raised our boys. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not the right way. Got it. Yeah. It's not, it's nobody's to blame. That's one thing we le- learn in Hoffman. Nobody's to blame. I don't, I don't blame them. Like I don't blame. Everybody's just trying to get through life. That's mm-hmm. it. I don't, yeah. don't want to blame Right. And when I do, or I blame, or I'm mad, or I'm judging, or whatever it is, it's me. Glory, look in the mirror, you being a bitch. A hundred percent. I think that's so important too, is always to be able to recognize that. Okay. What is like really triggering me right now? How does this actually Mm -hmm. affect me? You know, and like oh, triggers are lovely, aren't they? doing anything to me, right? So it's always, and again, as soon as I get into that little bit of a negativity, I'm like, oh, you know, and sometimes it's easier to get out than others. But like, you know, I think that as a whole, we just have to be able to recognize and like, again, pivot quite quickly as opposed to staying there because we're allowed to go there. Things go wrong. Oh. Life's not perfect, you know, but at the end of the day, we just can't stay there long. And we need to really look around and appreciate like all of this amazingness that's around us really. You know, um, one of my friends, he's a recovering addict, like alcoholic for 25 years. He's so brilliant. Not worth my piece. It's not worth my piece. It ain't worth my piece. Shit's going on in your life. Could you please teach me? Cause this messed up shit. And he said, Glory, I can't go back to drink again. And I can't, it's not worth your peace. You know, the other thing too, and I say this with love, watch out for vampires. 
They're lovely vampires. They just don't know they're vampires. So love them. But let me tell you, unless you want to open your cute little neck and be like, suck it all out, be careful. Be very careful. If you're with someone and they suck all your energy, mm-hmm. you're either being triggered because there's something about them that you don't like because you have it, or they're in such a negative space that they're going to pull you down and you're not getting back out. Mm-hmm. Like, and they don't mean to be vampires. They really don't. But it's what I've been a vampire talking negative about shit all the time. And I've been a vampire. I didn't know. How could mm-hmm. I be mad at them? Mm-hmm. Why but I know them. They're in that vampire cycle. I, I can't do it. I only have so much blood left. Right. Yeah. I can't do it. But I love them. like that's the thing is you got to just accept everybody. For who they are. We're all trying our best. Agreed? Yes. We're all just trying to get through it, man. Life is about the journey and learning and trying to find healing and transformation and growth and all of these things, right? You know, I don't even know what God has in store for me next. You want to know something really cool? I don't care. (laughs) Bring it. I'm, I'm finishing a second book called I Am Surrender. How fitting. But I think after that, I don't even care if anybody, the, the first one's a Canadian bestseller, but the second, the third one, you want to know what the third one is? Is it worth it? That's yeah. what it is. I'm going to write a book on it. I'm also going to write a book on all the inspiring women that I've met and their stories. Yeah. That's why I started my publishing company. It actually makes me excited. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever read a book called Something More? It's something, no. it's like a, a written by a woman, the perspective, all the different stories of different women. So each chapter, there are a bunch of short stories, but it's all of the different situations. It's just, it's always like just a great one to pick up and just open a page. And there's like a nice short story there, you know? You know, it's but. funny. Those are the books I read. People are like, what, what business books are you reading? Nothing. Like, yeah. I want to read a business book, like a hole in the head. I like, I naturally, my dad's an entrepreneur. I have a innate ability on the business side and to make money. Let me tell you, what do you think is easier? Non little warriors or G squared? What's the, what's the one that I could do in my sleep? Little warriors. G squared. I've done it forever. Little it's way harder to run a nonprofit, start one, run it, keep it financed, all that way harder. You don't have sustainability like contracts. It's not the same thing. You, you rely on the goodness of other humans, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But change the world doesn't change until we say that's wrong. It's wrong that we're all bitchy. It's wrong that people rape our kids and don't go to jail for six months. It's wrong that someone's so mentally ill that they shot somebody at a pre-party or whatever. Like, how are we not like challenging all of this? People are sick. Our mental health system is broken and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You want to know what I'm doing when I'm having my breakdown? Just trying to figure out, can I, husband, can I take a sedative, phone them? I'm not going to the doc. Like, what are they going to do for me there? Pop me up on meds. Got it? Like, they're not going to do anything. I got to sort this out. My mental health has been my own journey. You think that other people have, you know what I mean? That I'm like, this therapist, man, they were, I've been through hundreds and I'm a worker. Guess what? That didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a self-discovery faith piece that finally got me through and trying and trying, failing at the hundred meet, failing and failing and losing and losing and losing and saying, I don't care. I'm getting through the swamp. Mm -hmm. 
I won't give up. I had, um, it's really like, I'm just absorbing a lot of this conversation because I feel like not, first of all, not everybody talks about it. Not everybody has these raw conversations in public on this kind of platform, which I think is really incredibly brave and inspiring. And um, I'm glad that we get to have it with you. I think that's really amazing. So thank you for that. I feel the same way. Yeah. We, today I had this experience where I went to um, the sen- a senior's lodge with my son's grade four class. Beautiful. And they, yes, it was, it was one of the most incredible things to just watch because the kids came with like, they interviewed the seniors. And so they got different perspectives on life. And, and some of these questions were just like, it's, you know, stuff like what's something you learned in your life or what, what could, what would you do over again? Or what do you, what do you wish you could do again? Or like all of these different things. And I just think it's so fitting for the, the conversation that we're having now, because it's life is about perspective, right? Anytime you can step away and figure out what the perspective is that you need to get through or take the next step or keep going in the swamp or whatever it is. I think that's the beauty and the tragedy of life, right? It's trying it to- fascinating that these seniors, we put them all in homes. We don't visit them. Half their kids don't go see them. They're the ones that can teach us how to make things better because they're the ones that have been through the battles yet. We don't do anything with them. People in prisons, we write them off. We don't talk to them. You know, I believe I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to seniors homes. I'm going to talk in prisons. All of it. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything in return. I want to learn from them. It's amazing. And I want to connect with their heart. How do you think people end up in prison? You think they just, some people are evil. Like let's, I mean, there are some, but the majority of them are there because of trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've spoken in, I'll tell you, I spoke in this one prison. I said, what are you guys all in for? Blah, blah, blah. That's my story. You guys read my book. No, we couldn't get past page three. I was like, fuck, this is a book club. Cause I do book clubs online. I'm like, great. They've not read the book. Um, hmm, Pivot. How many of you were sexually abused? Guess how many of them raised their hands? Every fucking one of them. Uh, Okay, great. Tell me your story. Well, I lost my son. I, and it was all petty crime, prostitution, because they got kicked out because of drugs, whatever, after they were raped. Okay. How many, okay. So how many of you, your offenders are in jail for raping you and setting your, your life on this course? How many? Zero. Okay. So you lost your kid. You lost your home, all of this stuff. Cause you got caught with some drugs. You're bad. You, you did prostitution. You did drugs. You're a bad motherfucker. You're in jail. You lose your kid. We take it all away. Sometimes that has to happen. I get it. But we, that's not the right question. The right question is how can we serve you to heal you and to help people not land in jail? Why do you think the jails are full? Because we don't give enough shit as a population to figure out how they're ending up in jail. Why do people rape kids? Yeah. Would that be profound to know? Why do husbands cheat on their wives? Why do women cheat? You know, we're not asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. We got to ask the right questions. And the seniors, honestly, go there, spend a day. What have you learned? What was your toughest lesson? What are you most proud of? What gets you to bed every day? What are you? What are your hobbies? Man, I love them. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. I literally, from you saying that, I'm gonna go spend some time with them. 
I'll love them. They'll love me. We'll have a blast. You should mm-hmm. go meet Vera. She's 92 at the touch hey, mark. She's amazing. You she get was amazing. Me, get Janice her information. I will go. We'll go together. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I have like, I have had such this connection between the three of us. I really don't want to lose. I have loved every minute with you girls tonight. I really have. Right. Thank you. And it's us working together to make this place a better place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's mutual. It's mutual. I just, you know, from the moment we started talking, I was just like, this lady is, yeah, she's a warrior and she's passionate and she is a no BS kind of lady, which is my people. Well, like I said, I feel like it's been a rebirth, you know, you've you've literally gone through a rebirth. So it's like, (laughs) man, I was stuck in that caterpillar stage for a while. I have warrior on one wrist, surrender on the other. You want to know why? And they're, and they face me. The tattoo artist is like, you don't look like a tattoo girl. And he said, um, why are they upside down? I go, I don't give a shit for you to read them. I'm so dumb and remedial. Okay. Glory surrender warrior. What do you need to be in this situation? Do you need to be a warrior or do you need to surrender? Do you need to be in the middle? Think about where they are and think about the space and where my heart is. They're the only tattoos I have. And I got the warrior, man. I got the warrior down pat. Surrender. Remedial <laughs> program. I just got it last night. And I mean, I got it. Like I got it and I'll never lose it. Yeah. It yeah. is besides my husband, my greatest gift. I think they you call that next, that next step is integration. You know, what are you going to do next with it? Right. Oh, that what yeah. The, and yeah. I wish I could share all of the things that are in play, but I can't yet. Yeah. But let's just say I turn my life 180 degrees upside down, every ounce of it, all of it, all of it, hmm. all of it. And so let's what? say, I'm let's thrilled. say like, not, you're 92, you're sitting in the old folks home and you're reminiscing with some grade four kids talking about your legacy and, and, um, you know, what the impact you've made or what you're proud of in your life, what are, what are some of the things that you're going to, you're going to share with them? I would say to them, you know what I wish I knew, dear, at your age, one thing, only one. I am love. I am lovable and I am worthy. I missed it. And you know what, dear? You are lovable, you are love, and you are worthy, and you don't need to do anything to prove it. And you know what? Just be you and follow your heart. We don't teach kids to follow their heart in school. Like all the programs are like, you know what I mean? Like, what about self-esteem? What about like all of these things? Like we don't teach them to listen to their hearts. We don't teach them to have faith. Got it. That's what I'd say. Listen inside not to the outside. The outside is shit. The inside is where everything is. And if they said to me, but I don't love myself, my mom and dad got a divorce. But honey, that doesn't matter. That's your mom and dad's journey. Got it. And I'm sorry that happened, but it's not worth hanging on to the madness and the blame and my dad and all of this. Let it go. The other thing I would say to that person, whatever bothers you, let it go. It's not worth your peace. Be happy. 
don't, it's not about my, I honestly, I can't tell them just one thing. Like maybe I got to go back <laughs> to schools and, and talk, but you know, like I've been in classes and I'm like, out of all your students, 12 of them are being sexually abused. And the teacher's like, what? Um, did you not listen to the girl that said, I have a friend and her dad, no eye contact, cut marks on her wrist. That's what's going on. That kid, this is what's going on. She was like, holy shit. Like train the teachers to look for that stuff. It's kind of obvious. Like, honestly, I can find an offender. I've spoken to groups. I'm like five offenders in the room. I knew it. I I can sense them. My energy is so um, intuitive because I had to learn it as a kid. I can sm- I I can feel them. I know when they're. I know people that are unsafe. Mm-hmm. I can feel it in every way. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, and uh, that there's so many things. And you know what I tell the seniors? Man, people are dumb. They have so much to learn from you. And man. If the rest of the world learned from you guys, we'd be a much better place. Do not underestimate your impact on this world and your value just because you're locked up in this fucking home. Have fun, do your thing, talk to the kids, live a happy life. Because you know what? You are, they're the teachers and we're not listening, Mm -hmm. right? Our kids are the teachers and we're not listening. The kids can teach us more than dude that's worth Brazil, Jeff Bezos or whatever his name is. They can teach us more right? Why are we raising kids to want to be the next Zuckerberg? Who gives a shit, right? Why aren't we teaching them to want to change the world and win a Nobel prize, right? Why is it about money and not about service and changing the world? We got it wrong. Yeah. I bet you the seniors know that, eh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the prison, what would you do wrong? Like, what would, what did you learn? Where did your life come off the rails? What would have saved you? What would have been your pivot? You want to learn how to fix the system? Ask the people in it. Mm -hmm. Do you think we do that? Do you think we go into prisons and ask? No. Mm -hmm. Do we ask seniors to sit on any boards? No, they're too old. We write them off. You're writing off all that wisdom? Wow. No. Mm -hmm. We are not um, the indigenous culture. Do you know we look at all this stuff and the trauma? Do you have any idea what their culture is and how powerful it is spiritually? Have you been to a sweat and all these things? Do you know what the indigenous people have to teach us about culture, about community and spirit, survival and grit and resilience, all of it. But what do we do? We marginalize them. We don't even give them clean fucking drinking water in parts in Canada, right? We marginalize them because guess what? We're putting the wrong people in office because the smart people, the deep people, the vulnerable people, the people that say fuck every second word like me, we wouldn't survive a day. Number one question I get asked, you guys want to guess? When are you running? Away from. I would running. ever be a politician. Every day. When are you going to run? We want you to lead. You, no, no, I already am leading. I can't lead from in there. I'm an outlier. I'm, I'm a weirdo. I'm an eccentric little crazy lady. I'd last one day. I'd either be hanging from the rafters because they did it or I did it. That system would kill me. The system isn't for people like you and me, right? Mm -hmm. Never met one politician that went in on us and came out on us. Do you know that? Never met one. People that I knew that were my friends went in, it changed them. 
I will not subject myself to that. If the system changes, I think the whole political system should be gassed. I think the whole mental health system, boom, strike it down. The whole way we're dealing with seniors and prevention and early intervention, it all should be scratched, just like I did with Little Warriors, fucking rebuild it. (coughs) But I'm not taking all that shit on. It all needs to be rebuilt. And maybe someone's going to watch this or some other thing I do and be like, you know what? I'm going to rebuild this. I could rebuild the mental health system and maybe God will give me my energy back and I will. I could do it. I've proven I can do it, but I don't know if I have the gas. Mm -hmm. Somebody else. I hope that this inspires someone else to know their own power and not power in a, I got money and I got stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. personal power, the real shit, man, the shit that nobody can take. And I found it 17 hours ago. What are the odds I'm doing a podcast? I never miss an appointment. I'm never late. I completely forgot about this. This was divine. Tonight, on this day, whoever's going to listen, the both of you, me, we were all meant to be together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm so curious about, and I want you to tell me what comes back and if anybody reaches out, because I feel like there's something big. I don't know what it is, but something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have so many lessons like, and they're all from getting the shirts. It's like, save the shirt. Let me just tell you, cause the shirt's <laughs> off. Got it. And we all got to get our own shirts, but if I can help you get less, I'd like to do that. You need yeah. help getting through the swamp. Let's go have coffee. Right. You know, and I'm not going to lie about it. it. Took me 50 years. I'm not rocket science. Yeah. You know what I mean? Figured it out 17 hours ago, but guess what? I don't give a shit. It was all worth it. Yeah. To get to right here. Right. By the way, you can go listen to all my other podcasts. None of them were this. <laughs> None of them. Do you want to know why? I couldn't say, I can't lie. I couldn't say I found peace. I couldn't say I healed. I couldn't say I surrendered. I could only do it 17 hours ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this podcast compared to the bazillion I've done, this one's different. Right. Amazing. No, and honestly, from the minute guys. you got on, I was like, who this energy is like this fire yeah. tonight. <laughs> I'm a little spicy. It's so raw and amazing. And um, like I said, it's yeah, you you went you went through it, you know, and you're just on the other side. And at this point, you're like aura is like you you could tell that you feel that you found peace, you know, and that oh. moving forward, things are gonna be different. And I think that's oh. really special. Well, and the thing is, I ate three meals today. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what a big deal that is. Yeah. I can eat again. Mm-hmm. I had to sleep like a baby tonight. Awesome. Last night I was taking a sedative and beating myself up. I've only been off the sedatives a month, you guys. I had to take one last. Oh, no, I took 1.5 milligrams of clonazepam, but I'm not taking it again. I don't need it. I only needed it to get through that breakthrough. Did I tell you that when I was in the tub, did I tell you the tub part yet last night? Okay. No. So really quickly in the tub, um, I started to go into panic. And that means that I'm going to have a breakdown. Like I can feel it coming, even though I've only had two. And it's different from a panic or an anxiety attack. It's full on, you're fucked. And it's going to take a year to recover. I'm in the bath. I'm starting to get there. And I, and I put my knees up to my head and I say, God, I cannot have another breakdown. I will not fucking recover. The last one was like, I didn't drive for six months. Like I, I won't get into all of it, but I was not functioning at all. And no one knew like in the public. And he whispered to me one more. And I said, 
God, I can't. I won't make it. And then I thought to myself, me and God have created conversations in the bathtub when I'm on the break of a fucking meltdown. And I said, you know what, God, I've never fully trusted you. If you think I can handle another one, I don't, but you know me more than I do. Did I think it was going to happen in 45 fucking minutes? No. Within 45 minutes, I am on the floor, full out breakdown. Do you know that by the time it was done, God came in, told me the plan, what I needed to do. I was laying around the toilet in a very small area. My husband came in and I said, this is, these are all the, the plan. He actually saw whatever you want to call come through me and out to him was holding me wrapped around a toilet bowl. And guess what happened when God gave me all the things and I let go, the anxiety was gone. I could feel my feet. My heart wasn't on fire anymore. I stopped sweating. It was all gone. I get up and walked. The last nervous breakdown I had took me a, over a year to be able to function. I recovered. I had the breakdown and then I rebounded immediately once God gave me the plan. I have never done that. I didn't think it was possible. But guess who knew? Mm -hmm. Spirit, creator, God, he knew. And you know what? One more glory. That's what he said. One more. And I'm thinking, fuck me. I don't got one more in me. But if you think I do, okay. Son of, and can you imagine me fully trusting and letting him fully in has now given me, got me to the other side of the swamp. Mm -hmm. I, oh, oh my gosh. I've never been here. Yeah. I've never surrendered. been here. You surrendered. I surrendered. And you know, it's funny. My body just went like this limp. Do you know what I mean? And then there was no more pain. Because I feel my anxiety physically in all areas of my body. It's like a constant pain disorder. Guess guess how much I had today? Zero. None. Mm -hmm. Guess how much I'm going to have tomorrow? None. None. Guess who within six months will be off? The only other, I'm on hormone stuff because of my surgery, but, and my, my, my cancer when I had it, uh, I bet you six months, I'm not on any antidepressants. I bet you I'm off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm headed in the right direction for the first time in my life for me. That's and you know what? Little Warriors That's is going to be 10 times more successful. So is G squared. So is my marriage. So is everything. It, the world is going to be lit on fire and lit up with magnificent lights and flowers for me. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. To walk my path. And all the angels and the guardians and everybody, they're on the side, cheering me on and I'm on the right path. I know I am on the right path. No, not 1% out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. None. None. I've never had that before. I've never had peace. I was saying to my mother's like, I'm exhausted because I got jet lag from the Italy thing. My mom is like, Lori, you look completely different. Like you don't even look the same. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not. I'm not the same. My shackles are gone. The shackles I put on myself are gone. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. They're gone. And my mother just said, yes, they are. Right. Uh (laughs) I'm free. That's, you know, 
And it's I like divine that she would happen to be there for you too. You know, that you said she was planning on coming already. But it's important that there's a piece of the story I didn't share with you. Do you know that my mother and I were estranged that I didn't like her and she didn't like me mm-hmm. at all. I mean, estranged. Like she's like, I'll help take you to chemo. And I said to her, I'd rather have a homeless person take me. That's what I said. Do you know that my mother and I have a bond that I would put up against anybody else's? Do you know that I prayed to God, my last nervous breakdown, God, what do I need to do? And he whispered to me, forgive your mother. And I was like, dude, it's kind of like the bath thing. You got to be kidding me. I don't even know how to repair that. We don't speak. We don't like each other, any of it. And I phoned her one day. I picked up the phone and I said, I love you. I'm sorry. It's time to forgive ourselves and forgive each other. And she said, I love you. I forgive you. And she flew out um, to help me get off the sedative because it's most people go into detox. I was never addicted to it, but it's such bad withdrawal. And I've been doing that for nine months. But so that's my mother's from the Maritimes, but out. But my point being, forgiveness was one of the steps in my process to set me free of my mom. It's different. Like my dad's a bit of a dick and he doesn't know my kids or their ages or anything like that. And I could phone him and I love you. And I've sent him a letter and all those things, but he's not in the place. I'm just grateful. My mother was, and however many years I have left and my mom have left, I ain't wasting them being worried about other stuff. Got it. I'm going to enjoy my mom. You know what I mean? I'm going to enjoy her. You know, tonight she made chicken dinners. It was amazing. Like my favorite thing all week is chicken dinners. I love her chicken dinners. Like I love that she makes me tea. Like I got, I got my mom back. She got her kid. Mm-hmm. What's more powerful than that? And what? I blamed her because I thought she did a bad job because of all her shit childhood. How fair is that? You think I'm a perfect mother? Please. If I want my kids to forgive me one day, I best be able to forgive my mother for her own path with no judgment. My mother had a fucking horrible childhood, right? Horrible childhood, you know, and my mother did the best she could, right? And she loved us. And I was just an asshole and mixed up. And now we're great. And there's no, we lost all these years and oh, what was us? Now we're rocking out every bit. We're laughing, we're silly. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like God gave me that. Mm -hmm. But I was willing to forgive. Yeah. You know, I forgave my grandfather and my grandmother and, but he was already dead. And so what I did and forgiveness isn't for everybody. Forgiveness is for us. Yeah. Uh, He's dead. She's dead. And I, I said to God, call them forward what I was praying. And he did, I could see them. They were the same age as when I was young. And I said, the grandmother, I think is like, in an undisclosed space. This is, I know this sounds really hokey. My grandfather is six feet under. You know what I said? I forgive you, Wib, Evelyn. I forgive you both. Forgive yourself and move free. I actually believe that if you make amends and repent and all of these things, even if you're in hell where I think my grandfather is, I think that they can move to a better place. Mm -hmm. I set them both free. My aunts and uncles, I wrote them all. 
that all abandoned me and blah, blah, blah. But they didn't know what to do. And I blame them. Don't blame. Blaming is nothing but fucking problems. Yeah. Nothing but problems. You know what? You piss me off. Road rage. Hey, you know what? Hope you had a great day. Send any love. Sorry you're cranky. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, no. Whatever your thought, like Wayne Dyer, change your thoughts, change your mind, something like that. Unbelievable book. Um, Untethered Soul. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I've read it 16 times. Um, Sherry actually gave me The Untethered Soul. No way. was reading it yeah, for a, a second time and left it in a cab on my way to the airport because I was picking it again up for the second time. And then I was like, just so sad about it. But then I was like, well, oh. somebody is going to get the book and they will get that book again. Mine yeah. is in water damage. It's got seven highlighters. Um, when Everything Falls Apart by Pema Chodron. Unbelievable. Those two books, Pema Chodron, When Everything Falls Apart, Your Life. And you're like in the fucking hell of swamp and untethered soul are the two books that changed my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and writing my book, not from a place of victim, a place of warrior and survivorship. Yeah. Right. I never cared if anybody even bought the book. All the money goes to the warriors. I didn't care. I didn't write it for me. Yeah. I didn't write it for me. I, I was called to write it. Do you know it was written, ready to get published. I got cancer. I rewrote the book. That book was written twice. The first one, I was an angry victim shithead. The second one, no, it's a beautiful book. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, Anybody wants one and you can't afford it, uh, reach out to Little Warriors. We'll put me one in the mail and we'll pay for postage. That's how we roll. You know what I mean? Whatever Hmm. we can give and whatever we can do, we do. Right. Amazing. I'm so grateful to have met you today. You know what? Me too, love. And you know, like, like, Give me, there's a few things that I'm working out. Like if you guys in like a month and a half, two months could reach out and we could do coffee together. I would love that. Well, thank you for into, into you, you know, I think that's been really amazing. Well, you know what? Thank you for sharing love. Both of you, you know, thank, thanks for not getting mad. Sherry was so gracious when I missed, like I, this has been such a pleasure and I can't wait to hug the shit out of both of you. I can't wait. Awesome. So please don't forget about me. Even to go to Janice, go, can you book Lori for two months down the road and she'll book an appointment? We'll go have coffee, drinks, lunch. I don't give a shit. We'll go for a walk in the river Valley and have a picnic, whatever you guys want. I want, we need to meet. And I'd love to see you guys at my luncheon. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Lots of love. And thank you for doing what you're doing. Reach out to Shelly Wynn. I know the most incredible women that are just, that are doing, that are changing the world. Nobody knows about them. We're too focused on celebrities and singers and mm-hmm. all this stuff. We shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None of these girls that I know, they don't want any notoriety. They just want to change the world, right? So you look at, you want to find some great guests. Unreal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Love awesome. you both. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to hugging you both. Okay. Have a great evening. Lots of love. Thank you. And get some nice rest. Oh, I am going to sleep like a baby. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Enjoy hanging with your mom. I will. Yeah. Bye, guys. If you were inspired by our show, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen and share with friends. You can always find show notes at loveyegshow.ca. Keep listening. Keep listening.